Welcome to Community Hope Podcast. We pray that the Word of Christ would dwell in you richly as you listen and that you would be encouraged in Christ. So I just have a few things I want to say about Thanksgiving. And one of them, one of them is, whenever something's taken away from you, it helps you to build appreciation for it when it returns. You know what I'm talking about. So like I have, I think, a torn, Owen would know how to do this, like I got a torn thing in my shoulder, which means when I raise my hands, it is an, a sacrifice of praise, right? I can't put my arm around Gretchen, like this hurts, I'm just telling you. So, um, uh, and I look forward to the day when it'll, you know, because I take my shoulder for granted, right? You know, you just you take, it, you take it for granted, and the doc's like, how'd you do it? I go, I think I slept on it. You know, you know who knows, right? I, I, don't, I don't know how I did. But you take things for granted. And I thought of that when I was thinking of this scripture, you, you know, with the, the 10 guys with, or, or people, they may have been men and women, with leprosy, and how they were on their way to Jerusalem, and they were passing uh, along between Samaria and Galilee, and they entered a village, and he was met by 10 lepers, uh, Jesus who stood at a distance, they lifted their voices, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. Huh? I love how Jesus heals all different ways, right? This time, yeah, just get out of here and go over here, right? And as they went, they were cleansed. Can you imagine what that's like? Fingers growing back, nose, their skin that's all kind of funky, all of a sudden is becoming like child skin or baby skin. I, they're walking and getting healed at the same time. You know, it's like, I have a nose, right? I mean, if you've ever seen people with leprosy, you lose your feeling, and then your body doesn't know to send, like, signals to it to heal the cuts and heals. It's just horrible. It's a horrible sickness. And, and, and uh, nine of the lepers were carrying, uh, uh, carried on walking, but one returned and ran back. So you got nine... They're like, I can't wait to tell grandma and grandpa and mom and dad and my kids or whatever. And the one's like, I can't wait to give thanks to Jesus for doing it. And so he runs back and he throws himself at Jesus' feet. And uh, Jesus is pleased that the guy returns. This is like the kid Bible, so they kind of adapted the scripture. And it says over here, um, Jesus looks at him and goes, weren't ten cleaned? Where's the other nine? No one, no one found to return and give praise to God except a Samaritan, except a, a foreigner, right? And he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. You know, I think 10 got healed, but one got saved, right? 10 got healed, but one got saved. Like, when you have something taken away, I mean, you, you just take for granted so much of life and breath and all, and then the guys have leprosy. This guy's like, I gotta go tell Jesus about it. Because many times when something's taken away, when you're deprived of it, and then you get it back, you're just extra thankful. I thought about this. There's a guy named Pastor Dwayne Miller, and he was a pastor and, and a good like preacher and everything. And, and one um, season in ministry, he got sick. I mean, like really sick. He had this like chest infection, throat infection, you know, and he took all this medicine, and it took, I don't like maybe 15 days or more, maybe 20, and he finally got it all cleared up, 
But the trouble was, something happened to his voice. Like he lost his voice. And he went to doctors, and he went to... And they, they just couldn't figure out, like, what happened to this guy's voice. Um, and and he, uh, I think he saw, in a two- or three-year period, like 60-some doctors. Well, it, so he's a pastor, and they basically give him, like, a six-month sabbatical. And then his doctor goes, I want you not to talk for, like, months, like five months. And he comes back. And he's still, like, got no voice. And his church goes, hey, you know, we really need a pastor that can preach. So now he's out of a job. Now, God provided a, a job for him, but not a preaching job. And then, during, he, he, during a Bible study that they had this special microphone hooked up so he could, like, everybody could hear him at this church that he used to be a pastor at. So it's like a Bible study, very large, maybe two, 300 people in this Bible study, if you can believe it. He's teaching, and during his teaching, his voice comes back. Check this out. So when the psalmist writes, and he heals all of my diseases, let me say to you that I believe God still heals. That is it. That is not over. Now you have to be careful about how you do this, because there are folks who carry things to an excess, and it becomes a show. Sure. 
said do. guy is teaching on healing and God heals him. When something's taken away and brought back, oh my goodness, it just, it's just expressed. Do you ever ask yourself a question, um, how important is praise and thanksgiving or, or giving glory to God? And th- like, like, where does it stand in the value of life, life in general? Like, where, how important is it? Because look, only one guy came back to give doxy, to give glory that's the word is for glory to God, except the foreigner. And, and you know, as I was thinking about this, I thought, it's interesting how important praise and thanksgiving is to the Apostle Paul's kind of uh, exposition or explanation of the fallen world. L- look what Paul says. You might have to turn your thinking caps on because I got two pages of Bible. It says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known by God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, his divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that are made so that they are without excuse. Now look at this. For although they knew God, they did not honor him or give thanks. The word for honor, again, is daxos. It's it's to glorify him, to praise him, or give thanks to him. So because they didn't honor him or praise him, God gave them over to their futile thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, animals, 
golf clubs, yoga, right? You know what I mean? Like, we may not have those, but we have our idols, don't we? Bank accounts. Therefore, God gave them up to the passions of their hearts, to impurity, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and they worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who was blessed forever. So how important is praise and worship, right? How important is it? Did anybody ever get braces? we have any braces, people? You have braces when you're younger? Yeah. And what are braces for, right? What's the guy called that you go to to get your braces? Yeah. Ortho. Donis comes from Greek word. Ortho, straight, right? And then odon, tooth. That's the tooth straightener, right? That's what's your name? You know, you got like the plumber, right? Right, the farmer, the tooth straightener. Yeah, and and we need that. And you know what I think? I think Thanksgiving is a theology straightener, a life straightener. So what I'm hoping is you'll connect turkey with good theology, right? So when you see the turkey, of course your mind will go, good theology, right? <laughs> Orthodox theology. That's what turkey means, right? And, and why do I say this? Be, because... They said they, they didn't know him or honor him or glorify him or give him thanks. So these people see all the attributes of God, but somehow they ended up worshiping the created things instead of the creator. It's almost like worshiping the turkey, right? You know what? We, we may end up worshiping our meals and making all that kind of happen too. So how do we use thanksgiving and gratitude as a way to like straighten us out. And I think how we do it is we connect the gift to the giver, right? Have you ever been to a baby shower and somebody is assigned when they're opening the gifts to writing down, right? Blah, 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 gave blah, blah, blah. Ain't that right, Gretchen? Yes, it is, right? You are the gift writer downer. Why? Because you got to connect the gift with the giver, right? which is the bad thing about pastor appreciation. We just have to go, thank you, thank you, thank you, right? And the giver is the congregation. And, and, and I think in our lives, it's really important when there's something that you're finding joy in to be able to go, God, thank you that this gift, I don't care if it's a cup of coffee, you know, whatever it is, like this, this is from you, right? Like all good gifts, family, fellowship, right, a warm car, right, like, like there's so many things in our lives that, right, do you have a healthy body? Give thanks to God, right? Do you have a family? Do you have a warm place to sleep? Do you like music? It's raining. Do you complain or do you go, thank you, Lord, that our world needs rain, right, books? Like, so I think what happens is when we stop at the created stuff and we start seeking fulfillment and everything in the creation, instead of going, oh, no, Lord, I have an opportunity in whatever this is. Like, did, if you enjoy the music or the songs, Lord, we don't worship the worship, Lord, that we worship you. You're the giver of all good gifts, right? And so we connect the dots of our pleasures and our joys up to heaven. I think the next way we get straight theology is we learn to give thanks for imperfect gifts. Because I'm an imperfect gift to you, Gretchen. 
she might be an imperfect gift to me. I'm an imperfect gift to the church, right? And guess what? Sorry to say it. You're an imperfect gift to each other and to me. Like, like this, the only kind of gifts we get in this world are imperfect gifts, right? And, and flawed as they may be, I must learn to be thankful for my body, my home, my friends, my work, my mind, my life, right? If I wait for the perfect gift, I will never be thankful at all. Isn't that true? And you just accept and you're like, oh, Lord, what a blessing. Like, and, and give thanks to God for the imperfect gifts. Remember the first Thanksgiving we had people over? Our oven, it didn't work well. It... I am, my grandparents were over, that turkey ne- it took so long to cook, we're like cutting it up, putting it in the microwave, and you know, we, we had, we didn't have any hors d'oeuvres, we had olives and wine, we're just like plying my grandparents with olives and wine just to keep them happy, we lived in Pittsburgh, you know, but thank God for olives and wine to keep your grandparents happy when your turkey won't cook, like, you know, you just are thankful for the imperfect gift, and it's a memory, right, and it's, it's beautiful, Also, we can't be people who say, I will be grateful when this happens, right? Like, Lord, I can't, I'll be grateful, I'll be satisfied when you bring the, no, I think he's saying, find joy in the journey. Find joy in the journey. Where are you today? I'm here. I'm here for you today, wherever you are in whatever place, God has joy for you. God has, you can be grateful for the journey. And you know, the scriptures are full of this stuff that even in the bad times, they're able to go, Lord, you use the bad times in my life in really big ways. So even though this hurts, I don't like this situation, I don't, I can, I know that you're at work and someday this short life will be at an end, and I may not see how or why, but someday it'll be like a bad dream that I dreamed a long time ago, and now I'm in your presence and everything is beautiful, right? All the bad somehow turned out for my good, and it's beautiful. And and you know, if you want help in giving thanks, remember this, you're not perfect, but God loves imperfect people. Amen? Jesus died for imperfect people like me and like you. Don't hate yourself for not being perfect. Just go, Lord, if you love me, then I can love me, and I'm gonna turn my mind off of me anyways and onto you and and be grateful for all the good gifts you give us. Will you pray with me, Lord? I just pray for like your wind, your spirit to just blow through this place that as we move into uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that our hearts could, could be lifted with gratitude towards you and towards one another and all the beautiful gifts that you give us over and over and over and over again. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. And Father, if somebody's here and they're hurting, your word says that you are close close to those who are broken and contrite in heart. You know what's on the minds of people. You know everything is exposed to you, like nothing is hidden. You see it all. And Lord, I just pray that, that your voice and your presence would continue to break through uh, in the lives of uh, your people 
at this moment, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information about Community of Hope, go to www.cohchurch.com. God bless you today.